This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Hey, this is Jedi Master Rob LaBerry, host of the Jedi Temple Archives podcast, and you're listening to... Wait, hold on, hold on one second. What the force? Hey, hey, aren't you Dr. Sonny Ravencourt of the University of Coruscant? Nope. No, you absolutely are. I recognize you. Now, you were in the archives not too long ago. I believe you were on a tour, a guided tour. Uh... Look, here's the deal. This temple is not open to outsiders without escort. So you're going to just have to move right along or I'm going to have to get Jedi Temple security. Oh, come on. I can't get this kind of information at the University of Coruscant. Look at this transcription. This Jedi was murdered. All right. Uh, that That's it. We're not going to have this conversation. Padawan, please go get the temple guards. Oh, I really don't think you need to call Jedi secure. Okay, here they come. I got to go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Goodbye, Dr. Ravencourt. All right, all right sorry about that. Uh, where was I? Oh, right. And you're listening to Conversations Podcast with Pat and Charles. Welcome to Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat. And this is... A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wives, episode one. Or is it two? I don't know. Anyway, the Phantom Menace. Two nerds fell in love with smart and beautiful women and somehow managed to get them to fall in love back. These two rebels used some kind of Jedi mind trick to further their nerd agenda and convince these women to join their rebellion and double their podcast listener base <laughs> and formally watch Star Wars only to discuss and get wildly off topic here. This is the one with pod racing. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> let's face it, uh, these are the two people that most people want to hear from, not us. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. What a surprise. So, um, you know, I guess to uh, appease our fans, um, which I think have doubled since our first episode. Yeah, thus the S in fans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so we will um, we'll hand it off and, uh, and see what happens. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Hi, Bernie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. <laughs> yeah, this is so much fun. They're having us back here again. Apparently, they, um, the, the people out there want to hear us again. They're crazy, but that's fine. We'll, 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 um, we'll, we'll give them something to uh, talk about. All right. So, episode one, The Phantom Menace. So, we were um, forced... Oh, yeah, by the way, I said, um, so many freaking times in that first video i swear to god i wanted to um smash my face in so i promise that i'm going to try not to say um every second freaking word thank you okay episode one the phantom menace so uh kelly yeah you were you and i actually were watching at the exact same time while on the yep. phone and our husbands as well while we were taking notes on the she movie. Was, she was like Correct. disappointed with that last part. <laughs> <laughs> we were 
watching it on the phone. It was like we were together with our husbands. <laughs> it would have been so much better if they weren't there. <laughs> so we watched the movie and we took notes. So did you take notes? I did and I lost them. What? So we're winging it. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> that Cons sounds familiar. Considering you said you didn't like the movie, um, I guess there's yeah. probably not very many notes, right? <laughs> well, it was not one of my favorites. Why is that? She lost them. Okay. But somehow I saw them in the trash. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Burned in the bonfire in the backyard. So, okay. Why? Why didn't you like the movie? I think I was, I was kind of bored with it, uh, as opposed to all the other movies that I've watched before. I'm sh I realized probably halfway through it that I have seen it before, but since I realized that, I it was probably because it wasn't, it didn't even leave a, an impression worth watching again uh, when I watched it. I don't know why, but um, are you saying that? Are, are you saying huh? that you are you saying you saw this movie twenty years ago or something like that, or when it first came out, and then you never saw it again I after that? I probably saw it about ten years ago. We never watched them in the order they should have been done. Mm -hmm. So it, I wish I watched them that way originally because yes. as I'm watching it, I already know some of what's to come. Yes. And um, I guess in some parts it was good to re-see that and where it originally came from. But, yeah, I wasn't – I guess I just didn't like the, the end. I didn't like – I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, as I was watching the movie – I took notes, and I have uh, one, two, three, four, five pages of notes. <laughs> because, as, because as every scene happened, if there was something that I didn't like or something caught my eye or something didn't make sense to me, I wrote it down. For instance, let's start from the very beginning. Okay, so when Obi-Wan and... What's the guy that was with Obi-Wan? Qui-Gon Jinn. That's the one, Qui-Gon Jinn. So when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn first... At first, I know, he looked at me like, are you an idiot? So anyways, um, when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn were together and they got on, th at the very beginning, when they got onto that spaceship and they were by themselves in that uh, conference room, uh, how how is it possible that Obi-Wan has this feeling, he feels things, and he points that out to Qui-Gon Jinn, but Qui-Gon Jinn doesn't have these doesn't have the same sense. Does that make sense? I, I, I don't like that. I don't like how Obi-Wan, who is the apprentice of Qui-Gon Jinn, is sensing evil or sensing things aren't right, but yet Qui-Gon Jinn has freaking no clue. How, how's that possible? That I didn't like already. <laughs> well, do you think that, I mean, I, after watching it, I've read some things, but there were a couple of things about how he was somehow... Preparing Qui-Gon was preparing his mind to no longer be there. Even though he took Anakin underneath his wing, it was as though he knew that his time was ending and it was time for Obi-Wan to come step up. So maybe, I, I don't know, is that a thing? That the, uh -huh. the, the, the force power, I guess, was being, kind okay. of was going already. Like he was already at the stage where his training was complete and he is now going to be the one to, to teach Anakin the next stage. Mm. And I, I don't know if it was just him preparing that or and he's feeling just that yeah, okay. that way. Okay, well, I, I like I like how you're putting that because you're putting that, saying that Qui-Gon Jinn is actually being useful in that sense. Because to me, 
he is also a moron because apparently Obi-Wan Kenobi is sensing things, but yet Qui-Gon Jinn isn't. Yeah. Start of the movie, I already don't like that. Okay, next. Uh, <laughs> I love the underwater breathing flutes. I, I wrote this. Love the underwater breathing flutes. Gunga City, beautiful, the lights. I love that. I love that scene. As soon as they go underwater and they see mm. all that, that beautiful city underwater and nice breathing flutes. Oh, they had the breathing flutes. Yeah, like the, yes, uh, yeah, the that, little that, breathing that, apparatuses. The apparatuses that they were using to um, get to Gunga City. Yeah, we mentioned that we had to maybe 3D print some of those for our cosplay. Oh, cool. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We but just I, walk I around just thought with it was the... beautiful. That Gunga City, as soon as I saw that, I just I thought it was beautiful. And I love how it looks oh, like liquid cool. jelly when they go in and out, you know, between from the water and then into the bubbles where everyone yeah. lives and survives. And talk about like a unique environment too. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, from the original trilogy, we saw the desert and we saw Hoth and we saw the, the, the forest of... Andor, and of course, it's a lot of space, but that was the first time they had been underwater, and how cool that was to see, like how uh, new it was. Okay, and Kaylee pointed out something to me. Okay, now this episode one, The Phantom Menace, this is supposed to be the very first movie. Correct? Yeah, the prequel to okay. the prequel. Even though it was written like 22 or. Yeah, even though it was made after. Okay, but so this yeah. is the very. So I was trying to look at it trying to watch this mm-hmm. movie as if I don't know anything. As if this yeah. was the very first movie and this is the very first time I'm hearing these stories, the very first time I'm, I'm meeting these people, the very first time for all of this. So when they when they were talking about the trade route, you know when they were talking about the trade route? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't understand what the trade route was because I don't know any history. And then all of a sudden they went into the trade route. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the trade route, but they didn't explain this trade route. So already I'm confused at the beginning of the movie. You know, remember they were talking about that? I didn't like why they were occupying Naboo to begin with. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're dropped into it. Who cares about the trade route? Why is the trade route important? What does it matter to me? Who? I don't care if it blows up and they all die. You need to make it important (laughs) to me. It was not important. I didn't understand about this trade route and why it was so important. That I didn't like. Well, am no, I... No, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I mean, you're... I'm watching the movie for the first time and then, oh, I the trade route, the trade route, the trade route. Though you should already know this. Well, exactly. And I know and nothing about like the free trade route. free to that and it, it wasn't. Yeah, and, no, you know, no offense, but if I don't know anything about it, I don't care. Maybe that's why people watch it out in a different order. I think what's interesting about that is there is no mention of the trade federation or trade routes or anything like that in the original trilogy so even if you watched it in release order mm-hmm. or the upac machete order the um, right way then um when you watch this one you still aren't you don't have any advanced knowledge of that anyway right okay. um so it it's, makes um, so okay. So it makes sense that to me it doesn't make sense. Right, because this is where it all okay. started. Yeah, like yeah, there's nothing. I know nothing about the trade a, route, and I don't care. It's yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's 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 a it's essentially a catalyst for conflict. And, and so yeah. they needed something to spark the um, the beginnings of why this all goes downhill. Right. There's some yes. books like there's two books, um, a Dooku Jedi Lost, which is one. 
and uh, Master and Apprentice, which is another one, which are sort of prequels to these movies. And when Qui-Gon Jinn is younger and so is Obi-Wan, and they lay the groundwork for some of this, you know, political wrangling and um, setting up some of these trade routes and all that, like where are they coming from, the slaves, all this sort of stuff. So there's a, but again, you have to read those things. So if you're, like, you're right. If you're, if you're plopping down, oh my gosh, this is the first, you know, Star Wars movie in 16 years. Woohoo! Trade routes. Now there are two of them. You know, like you're like, where are these people coming from? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. exactly. So you have to buy into it. I mean, it's and it's complete a polar opposite to A New Hope when you're seeing, you know, the uh, uh, Vader's uh, Star Destroyer flying across the screen with laser blasts. With, we we with, haven't seen that movie yet, right? We haven't. Kelly and I have to see that one too. And well, yeah, but you've it. seen the movie. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like when where you know the Tantive Four like no, in Leia's. I don't remember. Remember Princess Leia with yes. your yeah that one. It starts with this with it starts with a spaceship and like lasers. It's action right away. Well, you're actually able to to be definitively figure out what side you're on or who's on who's what good, side. who's bad. Very good point. As opposed yeah. to this movie, yes, they're right. like, yeah. okay, who are I, am I trying to be on sides with? And it just kind of just changes scenes. And you're like, why are we here now? Yeah, why, it, like you said, why yeah. do we care? Yeah, can we just yeah. go on with this. I mean, it starts with Obi Wan and you know Obi Wan and uh, God, what's that guy's name? Qui Gon Jinn. So Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn going into this ship, and then next thing you know, it's they're breathing flutes going into Gunga, <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's the trade thing. That's I, what I, I mean. Yeah. What the hell? Exactly. I have no idea what's happening, and you know, you don't want me to care apparently because you're just saying you're doing all these scenes and all these things are happening, but there's no story for me to like it. And with very little connection to the original <laughs> trilogy. Nothing, and you know. That's a good point. It's a very well, good point because it's a very it's a very valid point because if this is your first introduction to Star Wars. You're talking about politics and trade routes and uh, and and blockades and uh, political maneuvers. It's it's a tough movie to digest sometimes, for sure. And that re- that that silver ship, that silver ship that it looked like a silver boat. Ah, the Nubian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That ship is the most beautiful ship I've seen in any Star Wars movie. How is it possible that the most beautiful and most up to date ship is in the first episode? And we don't see a nice ship like that in current Star Wars times. Are you saying that the Millennium Falcon is not a nice ship? <laughs> well, well, compared well. to the Silver Bullet, yeah. Well, okay, go ahead. Um, it's you have to remember that the galaxy at the point of the original trilogy is war torn, and all of the resources are going towards. The Empire and building the Empire, which is very utilitarian and um, not really much for flourish and pomp. And, and so at that time, they had money to build a ship like that. But then as Star Absolutely. Wars, uh, the years progressed, there was no money yeah. to build ship. OK, understood. And so they the just Empire had this, the people who were over, cheap had no money. And as and the Empire took stuff. over, they, and they had stuff they like the Millennium Falcon the and resources <laughs> and to, duct tape to better. <laughs> The empire, but not to. Why didn't they the just take out the empire? That's the idea. I take know, but like empire. immediately, just they're get flying around it. in trash yeah. cans like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, like blow up their spaceship. Absolutely. But don't forget though. Look at compare, compare the Millennium Falcon to the Falcon that we saw in Solo: A Star Wars Story when Lando owned Millennium Falcon. It was pristine. 
It was, you know, the, the well, it had Han a wet Solo bar. Well, Solo and Chewbacca, they kind of, you know. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, that, the Solo a Star Wars story yeah. is closer to the prequel trilogy than it is to the, well, relatively close, but before it went through battle. So even as a brand new Corellian ship off the uh, off the uh, assembly line, it was also in pristine shape, too, as well. But it's a very good point. Like, it's a beautiful ship. It's a gorgeous ship. Yeah. All right, next. Darth Maul. <laughs> Dar- and for all you listeners out there, as you know, our husbands are making us do this. To <laughs> Making oh, us? Yeah, making us do this. Uh, and, of course, we really, really want to. Uh, uh, watch every single movie and point by point make uh, notes so kelly and i are going to come on here and record these things so that you guys can hear us talk about this movie yeah. okay point by point okay 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 right, so, wait, wait, next. Yes. so okay. point of clarification so that i need more airtime. <laughs> how many listeners do, how many people have listened to it this week <laughs> now yeah i needed to know how famous we were so <laughs> And that was the reason I'm keeping on doing this for the people that love us <laughs> and not us. Um, so we're watching these in your order, like the release oh, one, order, one, two, three, right? Five, because yes. that's what chronological but, order. chronological order. But yes. the fact that you're putting yourself in the in the position that you haven't seen the other ones, quote unquote, yes, as this is your first viewing. Which I'm is, trying to do that. Right. Okay. Right. So, so yes, but. I mean, you guys are having fun doing this, though, right? Of course. Oh, absolutely. I, yes, it's oh, so much fun. Okay. And we're, we always love beating you guys at anything, too. Yeah, that's right. And the fact that our episode is, hello, number one, um, <laughs> with the most listeners, I must say, only entices us even more to continue this. Oh, we're only trying to help you guys out, too. As Patrick said, increase your listening base, okay? Number of listeners you have. <laughs> we're only doing this for you guys. Now, before... Not because I like hearing that we have many 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 people listening to our show <laughs> now before we get to the union um perhaps we should talk about um introduction of a, like a key character well can i can i talk about the I notes that i made course. oh okay i thought yeah. this i thought this show was about kelly and i talking about the notes we made on the movie yes but you just skipped to the nubian what nubian well that beautiful ship yes but i'm i wrote i wrote my notes yes i wrote my notes exactly the way they came up on the screen. I understand, but the, but the but the fact that you didn't write notes about Jar Jar is well, something Jar, that yeah, I'll get to Jar Jar. Okay, <laughs> so Darth Maul. So Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Even further away Darth from Jar Jar. Jar. <laughs> I swear to the. I okay. That's how da- we get there. Darth Maul says he will have quote unquote revenge. What the hell is he having revenge for? I don't even know the story. What revenge? He said, we'll have, he says, we'll, Darth Maul said something about having revenge. For mm. what? Yeah. What revenge? For the Jedi kicking their tails. Yeah. For being chopped in half. Well, he wasn't no, dead yet. he wasn't dead yet. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. You see, he shows, you see, he shows, he shows, no, don't worry. I, I talk, I talk about that too when it comes up on the screen. So, um. He he says something about ha- having revenge, but for what? What is what is the revenge? I, be, I know nothing about the Darth Maul and the Sith and all these. He's talking about having revenge, and I, I I'm trying to point this out, okay? Because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What revenge? I don't know what he's talking. I don't know the story. I don't know the trade route. I don't know the story. I know nothing. Kelly, do you know what the story is about the Sith? No. 
Not so, why watching just this. No. See, thank you. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. We have no clue. But, why? Why? Why are they gonna have revenge? So, but beyond your knowledge of the movie, at, at like the sort of the point you are right now in the movie, do you know the story of the Sith and the and the Jedi and their history and why, you know, the Sith are suddenly just like a big surprise suddenly? No, I do not. Pat, why did you lighten them? Are you going to tell? Me? Well, um, a long time ago, there was yes, there was a a Jedi and Sith war that took place, and um, when, uh, like many moons, many Thank you, many Kelly. rotations. Exactly when? How are we supposed prior. to know this? We're watching the like first movie. Eight nine hundred years yeah. prior. But we don't yeah. know this. No. Okay. So he's yeah. pissed off that long for something like that. Yeah, they're Sith. They hold grudges. And they're that oh. old? They live that long? Did you know that Sith are part oh. Filipino? <laughs> Someone's gonna die right now. Give me a saber. <laughs> Someone's gonna die right At now. At least she kept it in universe. She said saber. <laughs> <laughs> and get me that stuffed animal or stuffed Yoda that Patrick is showing to my face on the screen. I'll chop that into bits too. I'll cut that in half like the Sith. <laughs> Darth Maul. So it's a rogue Jedi? <laughs> Yes, a lot of them um, were fallen Jedi as well. Who? And um, the Sith. The Sith so are was, fallen there, Jedi. There was two. Well, not all I, of I told you about that. Yeah. Well, you you, you agreed that, that yes, I yes. told you about that. Mm-hmm. Yep, you learned from me, right? Right. Of course. There's, yep. Smart mm-hmm. man. That there's only ever going to be one master and one appre- one apprentice. Is that correct? As a as like Sith. the Sith lords. Mm-hmm. Yes, but as we learn in the Rise of Skywalker. There were many Sith acolytes that were um, like copycats, Sith fanboys. That's the last one. Like copycats. Yeah. Like, six. Yeah. No, like one of these. Yeah. Like cultists. Yeah. They couldn't meet the mark, so they just—that's right. what they call them. Hey, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey, right. Mark. <laughs> How many episodes are there? Nine in the Skywalker saga. There's nine. Did we watch all of them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Rise That's of Skywalker the was the last I one. When I watched this, it's like I never. Wa- I, I was like, "Where is this all coming from?" But you remember Jar Jar. Oh, I love Jar Jar. Well, of course, I love Jar Jar. Okay, we so long story short yes. is Maul Jar-Jar. saying that they're going to get revenge because yes. the but, Jedi essentially defeated the Sith. The the Jedi thought they had wiped out the Sith, but they didn't. They were just in hiding, and so <laughs> Maul coming. My friend, the Palpatine. Yes, the I didn't want to say it, but yes, the Palpatine. So, that moron. <laughs> so, Maul coming back as the apprentice to the Palpatine is them coming back to get revenge on the Sith for the, for them, you know, and their, you know. Okay. So now, is there a movie about how the Palpatine found the freaking Maul and came together and made him his apprentice and taught him all these Jedi tricks and became what the. Be- is there a movie on this to explain oh. to me how this is happening? How did the Palpatine uh, ever come into power? Yeah. Why is there only backstories on the light side? Yeah. They're the good guys. I'm just saying. You can't have light with dark, you need dark and light. Right. See? We need a little bit more of the yeah. other side. Well, see, we Maul's, need more Star Wars. Yes. See, there well, Maul's, Maul's backstory, not the way he was introduced to uh, the Palpatine, but... His backstory is introduced more in depth in the Clone Wars. So, 
which oh, of course yeah. that's which, how they get you what is it that's how they get you it's the old bait and switch yes, exactly <laughs> they give you the movies and then they make you watch the shows oh my god okay so you're just again at face value oh <laughs> all right all right so then kelly after mall in chrono this is i'm telling you as each scene popped up on the screen if i didn't i okay next one they've already met anakin i guess because my next line is does she really not know who the father is the mother of anakin told Qui-Gon Jinn mm -hmm. that she has no idea who the father is. Mm -hmm. So then we're to assume like the Virgin Mary, she gets pregnant. I mean, how, Precisely. what? Precisely. So she, does it's she truly, either. does she truly not know who the father is? Now that's well, a fantastic either, question. I don't think, I think she knows. I think it's either immaculate conception or too many death sticks. <laughs> That's disgusting. But think about it. That's a fantastic question. Huh? Fantastic question. Wh which one? Shmi Skywalker, the mother of Anakin. Shmi is her name? Yes, Shmi. Okay. Yes. Imagine she just made up the fact that she didn't know who the father was. Uh-huh. Some off-worlder told her in passing about some Jedi uh, fable about the chosen... Jedi or the chosen one being born of a um, a fatherless birth, but that there's a, there's a uh, a legend like well, mm -hmm. Qui Gon talks about it is the fact that the chosen one is foretold to be born of no father. And where where do we hear this uh, this legend? Well, he talks about it in the movie. Right. He does. Like he's the, he does say it like okay. in passing. But again, in Master and Apprentice, they go more deep into it. But part of the accepted. Um, uh, uh, the legend, or sorry, not the, 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 the what's that? The lore. The yeah, the lore is saying that the the chosen one is going to be born of a fatherless uh, conception. So she's just pregnant one day. Right, it's immaculate, like immaculate. Yeah. But imagine she's actually lying. Thing. That's I've never heard that. I've never heard that question before. Then yeah, why is she just but... sitting there waiting for someone to help her kid become something better? Well, she's also from the outer rim. And in the outer rim, it's like is she the human. Of, they, they're hu is she, yes. she is human, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I, but, I don't know these. But there's like a lot of this stuff that goes on in the core worlds, like Coruscant and uh, Corellia and all the the core planets. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't really affect them as much, mm -hmm. and so they don't care to really know about what's going on in the core worlds. That's a, yeah, that's a good so, point because Tatooine you know, is very far. Every once in a while, they'll see stormtroopers. You know, in the, in the you know in the well, if you had a child that was going to have this overwhelming power or the force, and you're just sitting there, just chilling, waiting for somebody to come by fate to come get your kid. Yeah, and thank you, and Kelly. Did you even try to leave with him? Well, the, okay, like, thank you very much. Now that I swear to God. Okay, two point. Okay, Kelly, I love you. Okay, so Kelly brought up the point <laughs> about this this chosen child. So. Whoever inseminated her, okay, um, putting the the seed of the of the the most powerful Jedi that's ever going to be born into creation into this woman's uterus. So, how come how come no one protected them? Do you see what I'm saying? How come they? Yeah. You, well, if if he's supposed to be the one the the most powerful, how come no one was protecting him? How come the Palpatine? Because he's so amazing, apparently. Why didn't he kill her when she was pregnant? Why wasn't that's, she assassinated? Well, that's a good, very, very another very good question. Uh, and well, how come Yoda, who's uh, apparently all knowing, <laughs> that moron? How come he didn't sense the birth? He didn't sense someone in the universe 
is pregnant. Yeah, he looked confused in that little room where they were all in the circle. Oh, do you have? The, I don't know. Yeah, he's confused about as this. hell. That guy. He's so old. He doesn't know anything. Oh, that so, kid has some kind of the little powers? the oh. little room, the Jedi Council the chambers, the little room. That's so good. She didn't leave with him. They didn't try to take her. There's no one keeping her in captivity. Exactly. Put her on board and left. That's what I said. What the hell is she staying there for? She could have friggin' left. The she blue mosquito the wasn't thing. gonna kill her. The blue mosquito? What is that blue mosquito's name again? What? Watu or whatever his what? name is? Exactly. What is he gonna do? Come find them? Oh, he's so... Please. So, I mean, she didn't leave. This whole entire time, she could have said, Okay, I will come with you, my son. But never. It's She's staying there in this godforsaken rat, rat sand infested planet. And he, she goes, and she yeah, allows she allows her Peter. son to go with right. some stranger named named vodka or gin or ta- tonic, whatever his name is. So, so she allows this stranger to take her son to somewhere else because he's quote unquote the chosen one. When she could leave the whole friggin' time. Okay, so to clarify the lore, what's the story? The accepted understanding of how Anakin began. <laughs> I have no idea what's funny, but continue the story. It said Watto was a blue mosquito. <laughs> he looks like a, a bloated blue mosquito. He's like an alky, uh, uh, a very bloated alcoholic with, uh, with the, who's a mosquito. And blue. <laughs> the, the accepted story is that the force worked within Shmi to bring Anakin to life. That's why he was so powerful. That's why he was the chosen one. It was the force who basically okay. gave okay. him life inside, okay. like you said, the uterus of Shmi. Yes. That's how. That's other people, Yes. or it's also been conjectured, and actually in comics, right, Pat, with uh, the Palpatine? Yeah, the Palpatine. Right. Yep. What about the Palpatine? Uh, he manipulated the midichlorians in the growing child in her belly to to I guess foster a greater midichlorian count to make him stronger in the force. Do you remember the, the term midichlorian? Yeah, it's okay. his fault. Yeah. It's his fault. Is he the one drifting him towards dark and yeah. light? Okay. So yes, dark first light. the Palpatine is so powerful that he is manipulating the birth inside Shmi. See, so, okay. And if this is a uh, conspiracy, is this what we're, is this like a... Uh, well, not a conspiracy. I mean, there's, uh, you know, in the movie itself, before the Palpatine was brought to become the, uh-huh, the emperor, yeah. mm-hmm. the accepted, you know, story, or as, yeah. as it was understood between the fandom, but also expanded upon in comic books, was that this was a forced birth. Okay, the but forced... that's it. For Kelly and I, who do not, or have not read these comic books and mm-hmm. I hear the fandom talking and it's just me, a moron, watching this movie for the first time. I don't know any of this. That's We've talked about that. We've talked but, about the fact that you... But they also talk about it more in the Revenge of the Sith. Okay, what, so it's What comics. episode is that? Three. Three. What's next? Two. Uh, yes. What, what oh, is the two? Name. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Thank you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So after... After... But if he's so powerful and he's got the Force and he has a Jedi with a Jedi apprentice, why can't he take the mom? They have I, exactly. Why the hell did they take the mom? Mm-hmm. Person enslaving her, like they have yeah. the power to literally. Yeah. I mean, 
there was a scene in there where he went and pushed put his hand out and wiped out a whole bunch of people and the other times he's just fighting three at a time i said why don't you just lift this hand back up and knock him out and walk away he's just like you have the force mm-hmm. and instead he's like oh let me play around and see if any of us die oh okay he could have just knocked him all out. <laughs> Very <laughs> inconsistent in his use. I was of like, his now he uses his hand. Now there's like barely anyone there. Yeah. Very disappointing. Okay, but it's true. She could have left and gone with them. No yeah. one would have known. And honestly, I don't think anyone would have cared except the blue mosquito because he's he's lost his labor force. But you know, I mean. <laughs> She could have left the whole friggin' time. And I was looking at Charles and I said, this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Obviously no one there has brains because if Qui-Gon Jinn would have used his... Does he have any midichlorians too? He must, right? If he has powers. Well, Qui-Gon Jinn was a very big believer in the midichlorians. And that's why to Do a they certain all, degree... All Jedi have it. No. Though. Well, the prophecy talks about midichlorians. And the prophecy talks about the chosen one and the, and the fatherless birth, whatever. So he's a strong believer in the midichlorians. The Jedi Council wasn't a very big believer. I'm talking about Mace and everybody else in the chairs, you know, in the, in the little Jedi room. In the Jedi room? Yeah, right, right. Okay. So they weren't, they weren't necessarily huge believers as big as he was because he spent a lot of time studying them. So the midichlorians sometimes, according to Qui-Gon Jinn, determined the strength of how strong of a Jedi you were. He even references it when... When he sends the blood sample yes. to Obi Wan, he says, yes. "Wow, these are even." And Obi Wan says, "Wow, these are even more than Master Yoda." So there's an accepted. Oh, we've all done the midichlorian test, but mm-hmm. do we really believe that's what determines the strength of a Jedi? But yes, Qui Gon Jinn was a very strong and powerful and intelligent Jedi. Okay, and, and they killed him. going, <clears throat> yeah, going back to the movie. Yes. While they're on Tatooine, Darth Maul finds them. Okay, he found them. But no transmission was sent for him to find out that they were on Tatooine. So how did he find them? Correct? As I'm watching the movie, as I was watching the movie, I didn't see that any transmission. He sent out the probe droids. Is that what it is? That's what I'm talking about, the holographic people? Yeah, the little... Yeah, Yeah, but how would they know to send them to Tatooine? Because they sent them all over the place. Well, okay. So now Pat and I have talked about it. We talked about it with Tom... From uh, yes. from the Hyperion uh, podcast, we talked about it with at the same episode with uh, with Rob from Jedi Temple Archives podcast, talking about the the how much you need to know outside of the movies to actually make it all sense. Physically, Naboo, the planet where they left, you know, with uh, with Padme Amidala, yes. and remember their hyperdrive I don't know if you remember this or not but like the the beautiful ship the Corel, the um the, the Nubian ship the silver yeah. bullet they had their their uh hyperdrive was broken so they had to stop at a planet to pick up parts the closest or one of the closest planets was Tatooine so physically Tatooine is close to Naboo so if you're uh, trying to find them okay so you would start well, with planets close enough okay, to Okay so I'm going to assume that that's what they did Right. It's like a GPS track. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. right. It's All actually right. a JPS, a Je- Jedi positioning system. A yeah. lighthouse. <laughs> a lighthouse Jedi for Jedi. <laughs> so as we as we continue to watch the movie, this is when Watu, is that what we call him? Watto. Watto, 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 the blue mosquito. He comes, okay. he shows up, and then now we're at the pod races. I have to tell you, remember those double announcers? 
One was talking in English and one was talking in that language. Yeah. I love those two. That was cute. There's a name. I don't know the name of that. Yeah, those like a, that yeah. that two-headed Siamese twin yeah. thing, you know? Greg yeah. Proops from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Oh, yeah. No, that was nice. That was really, really nice. And I didn't understand how no one saw that the one who destroyed Anakin's ship, who tried to break it. What was his Sebulba. name? Yeah. What was his name? Sebulba. Sebulba. Yeah. He... Yes. The entire planet of Tatooine is sitting in the bleachers, looking down upon these pod racers, <laughs> and no one noticed that Sabalba walked there and broke a piece and left. Is that what everyone's or trying they to tell me here? didn't care because he was one of the slaves. They don't want him to win. Ooh. So anyone who and, saw it. And Sabalba is, is the, the the favorite. He's the, yeah. He's like ah. he was, he's the favorite. So, so anyone who saw it was like, oh, okay, well, it's gonna happen. He's gonna take him out anyway. So, so that's cool. Him. So what you're saying, Kelly, is that no one okay. wanted to believe or even care if Anakin won, and Absolutely. and because Anakin okay. said that he actually even never finished yeah. a race. Yeah. You but never probably it was it was taunted from the start or tainted from the start. Right. Mm-hmm. Somehow they could have done. I mean, we only saw this one, but it's he wasn't destined in any way to win. That's why I'm surprised. That he did. Okay. That's pretty cool how he, that the scene where he had to pull from the side to put it back together. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like how did he know yeah. how to do that? Yeah, I know. Was that yeah, I know. How did he know? Intuition for podcasting. Then, remember Mr. and Mrs. Jabba the Hutt? Do you remember yes. seeing her? <laughs> that was very cute. That was cute. You're calling Jabba cute? The, the couple. Jabba the Hutt, cute? Jabba the Hutt with his Jabba wife, they were cute. Okay. <laughs> you know, wife. like a really ugly baby? They're so ugly, but it's almost cute in a weird way, even though you don't really want to believe they're cute because they're the ugliest creature you've ever seen. But then you're like, oh my God, it's so cute, and we're right. Just like Jabba the Hutt and his wife. So if you watch the Clone Wars, you would have seen it like a, a juvenile Jabba. Like a, <gasps> really? a hut. Yeah, like Aww. called Zero. His name was Zero. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And a baby hut. He's so squeezy. Oh, squeezy. Okay. Um, now, I have, because you see, as I said, I as each screen was passing, I would make notes. I think he knows she's the queen. Okay, so Qui-Gon Jinn. Remember when, um, what's her, Amidala? Yeah. When she wanted, when she was dressed as the peasant, as the, one of her maidens. Yeah. And then went with Qui-Gon Jinn into Tatooine mm-hmm. and the, the town. And he was acting like he didn't know she was the queen. Yes. She... If he didn't know that she was the queen and he's a Jedi with the Force with him, he's an idiot. He's like Yoda. Exactly. He's an, <laughs> are all Jedis that clueless then? Seriously? Honest to God. I mean, how does he not know side. she's the friggin' queen? <laughs> Morons. Morons. Are they all idiots? <laughs> and I love the sound of the racing pods. What was yeah. that sound? Like? <laughs> You can hear that in Galaxy's Edge, like uh, ambient sound in Galaxy's yeah, Edge. I like that. That sounds like the old car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the sand people taking out the pod racers. That was mean, but it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, because like they're like, yeah, target practice. Yeah, they were target. So it's just known that the sand people will be there hiding out and then that's, shooting at yeah, them. Yeah, that's I part mean, of the challenge. It's like part of the obstacle course, yeah, right? They yeah. have uh, sand people. Shoot. I mean, not only is it like deadly for speed, it's also deadly for the sand people. Okay, let's go back to Shmi. Her last name is Skywalker? Yes. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dramatic pause. So, 
her last because I'm looking at my notes. Doesn't so she okay. So we don't know who the father is, but her maiden name is Skywalker. Correct. Shmi Skywalker. Yes. So Shmi Skywalker had Anakin Skywalker. Uh huh. And then had Luke and Le. Yes. And then he married Anakin Skywalker marries Amidala. They have the twins Leia and Luke yes. Skywalker. Correct. Correct. Okay, I just want to know where the name came yeah. from. Okay. When are you gonna get the Jar Jar? Uh. Because I'm not. I'm not sure which page. He was I'm, introduced. Oh, I have like, him on a, page four. Oh. Well, okay. it's because. It's because I was um, I didn't want to take that away from Kelly because I know Kelly likes Jar Jar so she yeah. can talk about well, her love. Well, because you're Jar-Jar. like halfway through the movie and we haven't talked about Jar Jar yet. That's all. Yes, Jar Jar was at the very beginning. He was I didn't note him, but he was in number. He was in the second scene. The I love the underwater breathing flutes and Gunga City, but Jar Jar yeah. was there. But that was uh, that's that's Kelly's. Yeah, that's yeah. Kelly's. Yeah. So underrated. Yeah. So what is it with about Jar Jar? Like, what is it like with him? And his character that that appealed to you. I mean, apart from the fact that he's a a very he's like the the sort it of it adds like an, an a different personality to the whole entire Star Wars genre or whatever. It's, yeah, he's there's uppity. no character he's, like him. Yeah, I mean he he can get annoying. He's ang- I mean like he just is a totally different energy that he brings into the scenario, and he's so clueless. As to where he's supposed to be going, it it puts some comedy in a in a in grave situations. He's just adds a different perspective, and I just always I always liked him. It just I laugh, and then I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like can you not follow a person in front of you? No. You know, when what? <laughs> when he speaks, do you understand him? Yes. Because I have to have the subtitles, and I'm an immigrant. Both my parents, their first language, both my parents, their first language isn't even English. So I grew up with broken English and I swear to God, I had no friggin' idea when he opened his mouth what the hell he was saying. And I'm an immigrant, you know? like Yoda speaks. You have to follow his pattern. You're like, yeah, when, you're... when Yoda speaks his backward Yes, his backward uh, moronic It's kind of like Jar Jar doing his thing. Damn, that you're good because I swear I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling to understand his language. I got to tell you, and I'm an immigrant, and I, uh, I know accents, and I know way broken English, and I couldn't. I needed subtitles for this one. Sorry, needed subtitles. I got to tell you, honest to God, he is something else. But also, when you think about it too, where you've got R two D two and C three PO providing a lot of the comedic. Yeah, the comedic pauses and like the sort of lightheartedness of the story. Mm-hmm. And in this one, you've got politics more than you've got adventure, or you've got a different flavor of, of adventure at least. You've got Jar Jar breaking up the the tension, the the story with some slapstick and and you know, like we've always what we've heard always is that George he made these movies for kids. They're these are meant to be enjoyed by kids. So obviously the slapstick and like the the guffaws and, uh, you know, and uh, how, woo, all that kind of stuff is for kids. So you watch those from a kid's perspective and they're like laughing at that. And... But if I'm an adult who can't understand him, how does a child understand what he's saying? 
well, they're probably more they're probably more open to interpretations of language. Probably at that point. I said I'm an immigrant. I'm way open to understanding people who cannot speak. <laughs> for what? For what? You have the jar jar. You don't understand the jar jar. You know what I like? What is it? Coruscant. Well, you're um, not really wearing a CPAP. Saw uh, Guerrero? Yeah. A CPAP? <laughs> oh, yeah. How do we that? get to Saw Guerrero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or, or yeah. Darth Vader. You can't understand him either sometimes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but look, funny enough, I can understand him better than Jar Jar. Well, maybe you talk to a lot of people with their when they chew with their mouth, you know, yeah. with their food open, their mouth open. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Understand. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, 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 a Coruscant. That was I asked Charles when we when we see Coruscant on screen, it looks like Manhattan a thousand times. Like, uh, and yeah, then I yeah. I asked. I said, "Is the whole planet like that?" He said, "Yes. Mm -hmm. The whole planet is well, just one big city." Well, I mean, That's there's crazy. there's areas that are That's really cool. Unindustrialized. There's no there's there no are. flat. There are, but oh. the majority of the planet, it's ecumenopolis, I think the term is. Where it's a, and it's a accepted term. It's like you just have this. So it's one round ball, like the planet. Yes. Is all. I assume there's a city. core in there. Yes. But there's but levels. Like you're at if you're at the very top where the Jedi are, you're well, you're rich. The further down yeah. you go, levels wise, mm -hmm. you get further away from the sun, down in the darkness, and you know the Clone Wars again explores that. Okay, where, so it's not like the Earth, where it's flat and there's no levels because. We live straight on, on the crust. On yeah. the crust. Wait, are you a Correct. flat earther? Pardon me? Are you a flat earther? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so we live, uh, us humans. Wait, 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 hold on. Yes. The earth is round. The earth is round. Go ahead. So we live on the flat, round crust on the round the earth. <laughs> okay? We live on that crust. That's, that's on this ball yes. so, that we call earth. So this Coruscant is a ball like earth. Mm-hmm. But it's not crust like where we live, but city. Many layers and levels of sea and so industrialized. So it's just like really tall skyscrapers. The, but where, there is a core, obviously. Yes, there should be a core. I mean, it would just never actually. Yeah, there have to be a core at some point, but because it's core, it's not. No. Um, but oh <laughs> but think of it as like where we have what what like a, a kilometer whatever of crust. Yes. Coruscant has like you know. 1500 miles of layers of industrialized buildings and, yes. and all that stuff and they have elevators literally that take you down to these different levels and eventually they get to a core where it yes. stops obviously but then, yes. but there's other areas of Coruscant that are uh, like sort of uh, not production desert. not desert but like still sort of barren land but like uh, industrialization and okay. manufacturing and how do you how do you know this if we don't see it on the, on the movies cuz we're nerds <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. How do how do you how would you guys know this? Well, because of the the supplemental you, material. Just, if that was just all you knew, Bernie. That the first show, the first episode you just saw. Yes. Would you want to see the second one? What this this movie? Would I want to see the second one? Yes. If you didn't know the answers to like what's to come already, yes, because you've seen it. Yes. Would you like go to the next movie? Yes. No, you would. And That's why? Good. To see so if you can make sense of the things you yeah, don't know so the I can to. so I can continue the story. It's like roadkill. You know, you wanna you wanna watch and um, and uh, see some more and 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 hope that maybe you know. Do you wanna watch roadkill? 
Well, when you well, drive by roadkill, you drive very slow. For whatever reason, you it's like an accident. I don't know why, but we slow down. And we want to see, oh, did someone die? Is there something there? Oh, my God. What, can I see a dead body or something? There's did something we, did, did someone get hurt? Because I really want to see. Did someone get hurt and die? That's why we rubberneck, okay? The phantom roadkill. So... Yes, I would like to see the second movie so I can maybe piece together these things. Roadkill. You know? And then the pro Okay, so Mace Window uh, in that tiny Jedi Windu. room that Kelly's talking about. Windu. Windu. Win did I say window? Yes. Oh, sorry. So Mace Window, <laughs> he says there's the prophecy of the one that will bring balance to the Force. Then I asked Charles, oh, could it be Ray he's talking about? Ooh. Could it be Ray? Because in the end, now that I've seen like all these movies, isn't she the one that brought balance to the Force? Because Luke Skywalker, all he did was destroy everything and make things what worse. He didn't make. He didn't make. He didn't make. Luke destroys everything. Well, he does. He didn't make anything better. Did not Luke? Anakin. There you Anakin, go. There you go. Anakin. <laughs> that's what I meant. Anakin. The other Skywalker. The other Skywalker. There's so many Skywalkers. So maybe it was Rey, not Anakin, who brings balance to the Force. It's possible. I mean, we didn't know Rey at all. No, we didn't. Point, but we didn't yes. know that. But we now that anybody at all, really. You're yeah. right. Even yeah. when we see the movie, we still have no idea because they don't tell us anything about them. Correct. So that's part of the prophecy that that Qui Gon yes. Jinn believed was that not only is he going to be a birth from the Force and yes. no father, he's also going to bring balance to the Force. Yes, that was the prophecy. So that's why Mace Windu said that. Because, are you sure? Because not only is, yeah, okay, you've got the fatherless birth covered and high midichlorians and all this stuff, but he's also meant to bring balance to the Force. He doesn't, yeah, but Anakin doesn't bring balance to the Force. Okay. Well, that's why they're skeptical. Okay. What happened? What's going on? light side. Uh-huh. And you know how Hello? Padme goes yeah. against Chancellor Valorum? What was that, Kelly? Well, looking ahead and knowing what's coming... Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Yes. Who has Luke, who is the the light side, and he's the dark side. Like, he... Is that where the balance lies? Because he is becoming the dark, and he is, like, birthing the light. Mm-hmm. Like, and trying to balance it like that. Very possible. That's yeah, because I just realized, as you said that... And it all comes back to his mother not going on... The, the freaking, freaking ship. ship. He would never have been dark. I believe. Well. That, and that is true. Because he was heartbroken. There'll be more yeah. on that later. Right. In the next couple episodes. Right. But there heartbroken is true. There are pieces yeah. that fall into place. But yes, that is one of them. And the, heartbroken is a huge part of it. either something. Well, oh. you'll have to see episode two to find out. Oh, and we will, I'm sure. And then we'll talk. <laughs> so, remember when Padme goes against Chancellor Valorum? Ah, uh, yeah. Because of the Palpatine? Mm -hmm. Correct? Uh, that uh, evil... There wasn't a lot brought on in him in this uh, episode. What? The Enough. Palpatine? Yeah. Well, that's the idea. He was kind of a sideline player. A shady player. character that you were going on. And sort of playing the reluctant martyr where it's like, Oh, well, I guess they'll need someone to fill in with... And once we kick Valorum out, they'll need someone to hold down the fort. So I guess I balance. could do that. He manipulated well, he her. Yeah. Which right, he then, was just waiting yeah. for it which to fall. Which then put yeah. him in, in Chancellor position. Right. Which then 
leads to other things. But he he's got several plans, and then he manipulates the situation to. He thinks like this. Psychopaths. Yeah. Hmm. But like you oh. you brought up before about the Palpatine and like was you know uh, how strong of a character he was from the perspective of a first time watcher. You're just seeing this, oh, this senator from Naboo and this sort of, oh, this politician who's sort of, hey, I keep falling in the right place. The, but yeah, but yeah. obviously he's got, and even when you see him as the emperor, mm-hmm. he's got the cowl yeah. on. You don't know it's him. I'm yeah. like, well, you can sort of, if you focus on it. Yes. But, so you think these are two separate, completely separate characters. Yes. Yes. You're just seeing this politician who just, get, he's, everything's he's, going well he, for uh, him. Yes, yes. Right. Um. And again, Yoda, you know, he says he can sense the fear in Anakin, but the friggin' moron can't sense that the Palpatine is the most evil <laughs> person in the Star Wars universe, and he's literally... I think he just makes things up as he goes. Oh my look. god, I swear he kills me. Every now, movie I'm gonna have to see how moronic yes. this well, guy is. Well, now, give him give him a break. He can at least have a break till Attack of the Clones, because right now he's just Senator Palpatine. He's not even Chancellor yet. But the point is, he's the most evil. He is the Palpatine inside that Chancellor mind and body. He is the Palpatine. So the Yoda cannot sense that the Palpatine is the Palpatine. But it, seriously, it doesn't matter if he's the if he. It doesn't matter if he was a boy on the street or if he's the Palpatine. The fact that Yoda can't sense that that creature is the most evil hu- man or whatever he is. Is he human? What? Palpatine? Palpatine? Yes. Okay. As far as we know. So Yoda can't sense that he's the most evil. Clearly not. Even no. Now again. He needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> now again, if you had, again, a supplemental material will bring up the fact that the Jedi Temple is built on a Sith Temple. It is? Yeah. Kelly, again. did you know uh, this? I did not know that. Yeah, so okay, and when do we find this out? Never. <laughs> well, how does this well, make any sense? That's the thing. That's the th- supplemental material. They just want us to buy these books and watch these movies. And, and the cartoons and play with their dolls. <laughs> Figures! Okay. <laughs> okay, so now Where this is, is backstory that Kelly and I have yes, no idea backs- about. Perfect way of saying it. It's backstory that the... the the Jedi Temple was built upon... So is he, like, neutralized then, Yoda? Well, he can't very, it out in the perfect. Jedi it's a perfect way of saying it. Is because that like his kryptonite and he has no sense? Kryptonite? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Pat said exactly. that. Exactly. Yes. Like, in the Jedi room, he's he's dumb. He's, he's, he's always dumb. Yeah. He's more Jedi. dumb in that Jedi room. <laughs> oh, you, you do have powers? Oh. Oh, oh. right. Yes, you do. So, what? Yeah. Get a clue, Yoda. Jeez. Oh, geez. Thank you, Kelly. You turned her against me. <laughs> oh, I've seen how how insufficient he has been. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the Gungan. He is cute, but no. The child is cute. The child is cute. Oh, that's cute. Um, uh, we start. Uh, this I'm reading my notes. How did the Palpatine get so evil? What happened? What's the story? Okay, that's what we don't. Gungan can breathe air and water, or just air. Like Jar Jar, can he breathe air and water, or just air? Uh, no, they're he air breathing. Because he didn't air... use a flute when he went. No. He didn't underwater. use the flute. He they... walked right in. Well, that's where he. 
Yeah, and huh? once you're in there, they they walk through a force field and they're yeah. air breathing. So they're air breathing. Yeah, they're air breathing. But how did how did Jar Jar swim that entire well, distance? Good lungs, I guess. Yeah. How can he talk so much? <laughs> That's good another lungs. good question. <laughs> good lungs. True story. Okay. And uh, remember all the um, I I you know what was beautiful is how they helped to uh, the Gungan. Mm-hmm. That's what they are, right? The Gungan. Yeah, Gungans. Yeah. How they helped. Um, the humans, the Naboo, the, that's the Naboo, to fight. Yes. I loved how they all came together yeah. and with those spheres and bond, how they, I just, I love that entire fight scene. Yeah. I just, I loved it. And how Kelly pointed out how uh, Jar Jar does all that comedic stuff and how he was there and spinning around and hitting and killing all the droids without realizing it and shooting them and yeah. falling and all this crap. And I couldn't believe how many droids came out. Yes. Of that, of yeah. those machines. The separatist army. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy the amount of um, uh, that like was a crazy amount of droids. tens of thousands of droids. Who created all these droid droids? When were these droids built? Well, they they're part of the separatist army, and that's part of Aww. the. Uh, so cute. Very cute. Um, that's part of the separatist army that the um, that the uh, what's the name of the. The species of the uh, now there are two of them. It they're the not Nemoidians, right? Uh, the Nemoidians. Nemoidians, yeah. The people who talked about the Trade Federation. Yes. People, them. Yeah. So, but I mean, they again, they created the droids. Yes, but they're part of the larger plan that that Palpatine has. So you don't know that, but they're pawns. So they're, the Palpatine is the one the who Palpatine orchestrated is, exactly, all exactly. this stuff that's destroying yes, yes. everything. And this the and droid Yoda army has no sense. No. The droid army is part of his master plan that they have hundreds of these things on Naboo as part of, oh, we got two sides, the, the Republic and the, separ- and the Separatists, when they're all fighting the same person. He's just separating them all. So he's just making issues so that he can be in control. Correct, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And full disclosure, the entire time we were with Rob at uh, in Orlando uh, last weekend, it was always the Palpatine. Even Rob was saying it, the Palpatine. <laughs> Rob, you're a smart man. <laughs> Oh, he's going to be hard. He'll be very happy to hear that. <laughs> We're assuming he doesn't hear it very often. Okay. You know when Qui-Gon Jinn, which is so sad, but when he dies, why didn't he disintegrate and become one with the Force? Wait, can we can we first talk about that battle? What battle? The battle? The lightsaber battle. What's with the door, the, the field doors that they got stuck in? Yeah. Remember oh, the Duel of the Fates when, when Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan say, we'll why take care of this, and he has it double-bladed. That's the... Good. Remember he tried tapped it with his lightsaber? I know, but why not? Because it's a it's an energy field. Oh. It's not a wall, it's an energy field. I, I think that Obi-Wan was just being a little bit lazy. He could have gotten in there. Oh, man. What was it? He didn't have enough force speed or something? It's interesting. You know, it's a very good question because when they're on the ship, before they even leave the, the Moidian ship, uh, they they speed out of a, of a potential battle with one of the... Um, not the battle droids, but the um, the droidicas, uh, and they like zoom out of there like the Flash. But he didn't zoom into this battle with, so he was obviously trailing behind Qui Gon, and they they're doing their lightsaber battle, their lightsaber battle. You know, they had the music, the duel of the fates, the orchestra, dun, 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 what they're doing like the yes. like that's it, that's understood to be one of the best lightsaber battles in all the nine movies with the music, the choreography. Really? The implications for the entire it's it's one of the and like you ask fans you say what's your what's your number one song beside maybe the 
the main Star Wars theme or um, the Force theme, Duel of the Fates, because it's orchestral and it's very powerful and it brings back memories of the whole battle. But yeah, that's a fantastic battle. Where I just, yeah, Obi-Wan, yes. okay. where Obi Wan ends up. Dying. I just don't like the end result. The whole thing that happened, you know, it's like yes. they take out him right like that, and then they take Ben out like that, and it's like, okay, come on, they had a little bit more purpose than that. It's almost as if they're like Obi Wan was, like, okay, you know, if I just take one step backwards, I I'm next up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so well. wow. So he was like. He was like uh, looking yeah, to get. Like, oh. And then he's like, oh, wait, now I have a kid I have to raise. And, I've and got a kid. <laughs> like, well, this, like this kid. Now he has to take responsibility. The, the only thing I like with the whole thing with that is he got his little, the Anakin got his hair cut at the end like a Jedi. Wow. A That's cut. fascinating. So you look at that battle as like a, almost as like Obi-Wan climbing the corporate ladder? It's a, it literally, <laughs> it's literally like. He could have gotten there, and he could have, like, he was all of a sudden not close enough to him, and then he's like, oh, well, if he's gone and he's watching him die, he's like, oh, that means I'm next. Wow. Which means um, the force of power is with me, and I'm going to take out Darth Maul, and now I'm going to, oh, now I'm, you know, the master Jedi, and he's going to, I'm going to have this little kid punking around with me until he figures out how to do this. Because he promised to Qui-Gon that he would, that he would that's train Anakin. Well, that's Anakin. the thing. He's like, he's like, he didn't think ahead. He's like, oh, I'll take wow. out Qui-Gon. And then Qui-Gon's like, can you promise me you'll take him under your wing? And he's like, <laughs> you know, like, I had all this power and I got to share it with this kid with this little cute short haircut. But, <laughs> you know, it just was like, really? I watched those like, that's fascinating. Like that's fascinating. That's thought. a very interesting. That's a very interesting thought because it turns the whole entire outcome of that completely on its head. Hm. Yeah, that's really interesting because I didn't. Well, think that's that- got to also boil up. Like Anakin came with Qui Gon, who trusted him, and now immediately as soon as he leaves his parent, his mom, and leaves the where he knows, <laughs> the person he trusts the most is killed off. And he's supposed to be like, oh, let me be the light side. No, that's going to make any kid dark. Wow. Because I like it. Because when Qui-Gon brings Anakin back to the silver bullet, um, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan literally says, oh, you picked up another worthless life form. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So he said that. He was his, talking he about him. Anakin? He was, nah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't talking about Jar Jar. I they thought already, he was talking about Jar Jar. He was he talking about Anakin. He didn't want the kid around. He didn't want the kid there at all. And that's Isn't why that... now this kid has someone who's resentful, doesn't want him there, doesn't think he's deserving of the Jedi power. Wow. And now he <laughs> promised to his master that he's going to take care of him. I like it. I like you it. Have to grow, Anakin has to grow up with some resentment because now he lets his mom, for this guy who didn't even want him there, it's like, Okay, so let me let me call Dave Filoni. Just a second. <laughs> but then, but then in all the subsequent movies we see, Obi Wan loves Anakin. Okay, he's in the cartoon. He's told. Okay, the cartoons, so he's... Pat, you want to drop the, uh, the the Dave Filoni discussion on? We don't have the video, but you can just summarize what Dave Filoni talked about. Uh, no, you go go for it. Okay, I like to hear you say it better. Okay, oh, geez. so. In the Mandalorian, the, mm-hmm. remember the behind the scenes that you would want to watch. Remember, like the, they have yes. those extra things. Okay, so they were talking about one of the one of the episodes was called the lore and the lore of Star Wars and everything. 
And Dave Filoni goes on this eight-minute dissertation, but it's not. He's just talking because he's a huge, huge fan, and he's talking about the duel of the fates. And when um, Darth Maul is battling uh, Qui Gon, the duel of the fates isn't between Qui Gon and Darth Maul. They're dueling for the fate of Anakin, because the Palpatine the of the knows. Right, and the galaxy. Because the Palpatine knows mm -hmm. that Anakin is the chosen one. And the Palpatine knows that Qui-Gon is the right tr person to train Anakin, not Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon is the father figure that Anakin needed, but because Darth Maul killed him, killed him he got Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan was his brother. Wow. And then he said all the way through, all the way to the end yeah. of Return of the Jedi, that's where the Duel of the Fates. And there's even apparently notes within the final battle of, of um, in Return of the Jedi. That's right, right? There's like notes of the Duel of Fates, if, like if you listen to mm -hmm. it, that, because it's all John Williams, mm -hmm. that finally the Duel of the Fates was over, was that Anakin was finally brought to the light side because, you know, he sacrifices... Right himself to save Luke. Now the duel of the fates is done. So the entire arc of that battle was not about Qui-Gon and and uh, and uh, Darth Maul. It was about the fate of Anakin and the fate of the galaxy. Hmm? Isn't that cool? And Qui-Gon really... lost and so did the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. So basically from that point where he dies, the whole movie shot to hell and we don't even need to continue to watch it. <laughs> I don't well, think... if that's what you're telling, if that's what, what? what? I, I just think it's like you're doing 100% like, yeah. all right, I'm a powerful Jedi. All right, I'm going to take you because I feel you're yeah. chosen. All right, I'm going to, da 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 and like, like full dead. force. And then all of a sudden he's like, he he, lo he loses that battle. It's like. So what's the point? Now we know he's going to be evil. <laughs> exactly. Well, they're in a I bad mean... spot. They're definitely in a bad spot. So we thought before where Yoda doesn't see the Palpatine, doesn't see the rising Sith. Now he's just lost Qui-Gon. Mm -hmm. To, uh, to Darth Maul, and then Obi Wan takes out yes. Darth Maul. He's not dead, of course, but he thinks he's dead. Mm -hmm. And now Anakin is in charge of training. Uh, sorry, uh, Obi Wan's Obi in charge of tra tra training Anakin. And even at the end, when they're that final battle in the re 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 uh, Revenge of the Sith, you and my brother Anakin. Yes, yes. It was never about the father. He needed a father figure. He's he's lost his mother. He needed a father figure. It was absolutely when when Filoni talked about that. It was like okay, my brain, jaw dropping. My brain is hurting. This is supposed to be a movie, a yes. fluffy movie that you're supposed to watch and go, ha ha, good, I love it, feels good. And you yeah, want to see but, the second one, but is that how it's supposed to be? Yeah, it's supposed to. I'm assuming, but there's too much. I think it's deeper than that. There, that it's way too deep. I want something fluffy. There's way too Watch much. Watch Little Ponies. You're watching Star Wars. My Little Pony. But there, it's too, it's too <laughs> fluffy. I mean, it's too, it's too deep. It's too. It is. It there's is very so deep. much history we don't know. We don't know about the trade route. We don't know about the Sith. We don't know about the millennial Sith and the how they're buried underneath the Jedi Temple. We have no. There's so much story is that we have no clue. Yeah, it does. No, I mean, like, like it breaks everything down. Like for real. Yeah, for real. Like, for real. And no, I don't like Rob. how when and I don't like again how when he died, Qui Gon Jinn 
He didn't become one with the Force. They have to burn his body. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting question. Why the question. hell? I thought he was a Jedi and was powerful. Or did he, lo- well, did he already lose all his power well, to Obi-Wan? Pat's, Pat's, here, Pat's about to clarify it. I am about to clarify it. Please. Um, uh, as people discovered things and skills and, um, and you know, sort of um, unlock abilities... Um, that's essentially what happened with Qui-Gon. He was the first Jedi to be able to commune beyond death. And he hadn't been able to master that power in life. No one had. But in death, he's able to, to sort of figure that out and be able to communicate from the living force, mm. the cosmic force to the living force. And eventually that same skill set leads to the visual manifestations we see with force ghosts. And like Obi-Wan and then like Obi-Wan yeah, and in in the um, Empire Strikes Back. So you're saying everybody like when that occurred it was No one knew how to do it. That. Right, but when he died, then oh. did everyone were did they feel like did Yoda feel that? Well, probably not him, but did he feel that he died? Did they feel I, that in this yeah, force? I, I believe because even for as the balance was even off. for sensitive people um, could feel when other people died. Okay, um, like when. Um, when the Death Star blew up Alderaan in the episode four, mm-hmm. and Obi Wan felt all the, that all those people had died, and yeah, you, can, when, you can see it on screen, uh, like he like he sits down and mm-hmm. yeah, a thousand, a thousand. And when I mean, Han gets um, killed in the Force Awakens, and Leia feels that. Don't you think that has a lot to do though with their connection, not just the Force involved? Very true. Yeah, yeah, I think that's their connection. But it's a connection. To the force, force. Uh, yeah. to be able to know that from, you know, the outside of the galaxy. So when you think Except about it, Qui Gon was very intelligent and he studied a lot yes, and about yes, the very prophecies. Yes. He was the first one to learn of how to communicate through the living force, and then by through communicating a to Yoda, and then wait a okay, wait a second, wait. You're telling me he's the first one. I thought the Jedi yes. have been around for a thousand years. Yes, but their skill sets are always changing and, and moving and learning it's new like things. It's like the, uh, the advent of the airplane. and, and Yes, but if the... Yoda is supposed to be the most all-powerful knowing one, why isn't Qui-Gon Jinn, who is not as far advanced as Yoda? Well, in the book, again, supplemental material, in the book, before he headed off into this one mission, they offered Qui-Gon Jinn a seat on the, on the Jedi Council, and he... He turned it down. You see, there's too much. There's too much story. I, well, I, he's more I powerful need... outside of sitting in a room. Right, and that—that's a very good point. That's exactly yeah. it. He felt that his mission yeah. was more to, uh, you know, the mission about slaves, and he had—he was very moral. He had a very—he had a high morality, and he felt that the Jedi Council sometimes ignored that morality, and they were very high about themselves. And he did question that, and. Um, you know, in the in the in the Master and Apprentice, they, you know, he tries to train, he tries to teach that to Obi Wan, and and because Obi Wan's quite, you know, follow the rules and 
that kind of thing. He tried to get uh, Obi-Wan to sort of expand his mind. Like, you know, not everything is a straight line. You got to go, Mm -hmm. there's different ways about doing that kind of stuff. So that's very, very much part of his nature. And that's probably, that's a great point, Kelly. That's probably why he did turn it down is because he would probably be locked in that one place. And he totally believed that he was going, he knew that the chosen one was out there somewhere and he's probably fated somehow to find that fate, that chosen one. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of the, um, a lot of the issues we see in the Jedi council is they all thought and felt the same way. And it ended up being sort of myopic and closed minded Mm. because when presented with alternate possibilities of what's going on in the in the galaxy, uh, was not well received. Correct. Yeah. How true. could this how could this happen under our noses? Right. Us, the High Council of the Jedi. We're smarter so, than this. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, so that being said, it's uh, it's it would have been vastly different i think if qui-gon was on the council Mm. because he would have provided maybe that voice of reason to the rest of the council Mm. that he tried to voice from outside the council you know it's very interesting and his moral compass right yep i like the scene at the end where they they had the parade Yes. The Gungans, the music, the all the streamers. Yeah. Ones, you know? Yeah. Kelly, I know yeah. you said you liked his haircut. I think he looks like a dork. I did. I didn't like his haircut. <laughs> no, but I think, no, I, I, no. He I meant. Like I, I meant that they matched. Oh yes. Okay. Yes, they matched. Yes. Yes, they matched. Yes, they. They did match. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. 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 They did. They matched. It was cute. The outfits and the hair. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fix in there. What did you uh, What did you think of the funeral pyre when they when? That was Qui-Gon... very sad. Yeah, it was. It still doesn't make sense to me that he could die. Darth Maul kills him, and then Obi Wan kill well, quote unquote, kills Darth Maul. It just it doesn't seem right to me because to me Qui Gon Jinn is so much more advanced, more wise, a better fighter, all this stuff. Yet, but is he a better fighter though? Yeah. Or is he is he more mentally in? He's different. He's okay, got skills. Yeah. You're right. Maybe yeah. I just assumed he would be the better. Right, fighter. because he's older. Yeah, he's experienced. And not lightsaber. Yeah. Throwing Correct. Down that yes. Way. Yeah. He's more studious, perhaps. Yeah. And he was very, you know, because um, his master was Count Dooku. Um, Count Dooku. Yes, he trained. Yes. Yeah, the, he trained. The master Sith too, Count Dooku. Yeah. Is that he the trained Qui Gon, and wow. he drilled Qui Gon with forms and mm-hmm. and lightsaber battling and. So Qui-Gon was very studious. He learned everything, and he spent a lot of his time learning about the prophecy. Whereas Qui- uh, Obi-Wan, who was older when he was also became a, um, a Padawan, but, I mean, look how long Obi-Wan lasted. Yeah. Obi-Wan well, was that's a pretty... how you just said that he was um, more keen to what the prophecy to be was. As to why I, I feel as though he already knew his battle was coming, and he was supposed to fall down and so like he was so ready to next, die for that battle okay so the balance yes. can start to rise okay. from his death and okay. i think yeah he's yeah. gonna have because otherwise you sit there watching the battle and it's a great battle but you're like he has so much power in the in just the force mm-hmm. without using his lightsaber he could have destroyed him and threw him down the that oh whatever. understood with one sweep of the hand or something okay Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, not okay. you know, whatever yes. thought focus. 
boom. And he didn't. He just mm. battled it out until his time was done. And then he he ironically lived long enough to say, continue my continue the fight and raise up Anakin as a Jedi. Yeah, you're and right. And you're like, oh, okay. So he it's almost as though he knew and he was complacent with what the plan was because mm-hmm. now he found that special force from, you know, yes. in him. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Wow, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, because it, to me it still doesn't make sense how, how he could die. So it's as if that he knew that that was his time, that was the purpose. He was meant to bring Anakin in and then die there and Obi-Wan to continue. And then right. pinch hit, right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's perfect. Like, all right, you're done. You're up. I mean, that when you think about the way that it ended up with with Anakin and Obi Wan, Obi Wan being the pinch hitter versus like the clutch hitter that is uh, Qui Gon. It's fascinating. There's many. (laughs) There's been many discussions about what would have happened to Anakin had Qui Gon lived. You know, would it have been different outcome? And yeah. the other part that's really important to remember when the, um, especially when we get into the Attack of the Clones. Um, Is that the next movie? Yes. Um, when at the funeral scene for, uh, for Qui-Gon, um, Mace and Yoda are speaking off to the side and they say, uh, there's always two Sith. A master and yes. an apprentice. Yes. The, yes. So I, who's his master? Who was yes. His master? Who's or the, was he the apprentice? Who died? Yes. Correct. I, that's what I wrote. Who was destroyed? Right. The master or the apprentice? That's what I said. The rule of Because the, the only one too. that they saw was Maul. Yes. So one, is he a master or is he an apprentice? And two. If so who did you take out and what's happening next? Is, who else is around that we need to be aware yep. of? Yep. And then, of course, the camera pans over. Yeah. Right. And in the scene, and it just moves over, and you see, again, you see this profile. profile. And so there's subtle hints there, but the, and that obviously sets up the second movie and the big question. And, um, you know, and Maul, you look at Maul, and, you know, he's from a planet called Dathomir, and they have, those are tattoos, by the way. They're not born like that. Oh, they're not born like that? Correct. And he looks like the incarnation of evil. Yes. And as a fan, you're watching, oh my God, he's got to be the master, you know, from a, from a Jedi's perspective, you know? Okay. But he isn't, obviously. No, and you, to me, and he you looks saw like the a, scenes where the Jedi didn't looks, see. He's like a mafia hitman. You know, he's not, yeah. he's not the intelligence behind the brains. He's the brawn. He's the brawn. Mm. Well, half at least. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the, uh, what's the line that uh, Obi-Wan delivers to Maul when he reappears in the, in the Clone Wars? Um, oh, next time I cut you in half, I'll aim for your neck. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go. There is the, uh, the Phantom Menace. Thank you to the listeners who have stayed to the very end to hear Kelly and I's interpretation of the movie and our little bits and pieces. And hopefully you were entertained and you will come back for more because we will be doing episode two. What is it called? Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Attack of the Cast, apparently. But you guys had fascinating, <laughs> you guys had fascinating interpretations and takes on scenes that people have been talking about for years. But also like great perspectives too. That's that's awesome. Well, you know, <laughs> you are you are the brains. We we can't help it. It's just the way it is. Pat and I are the. Brain, the beauty brains. Pat and I are merely the apprentices. 
Yes. We've learned well. Thank, thank oh, you, goodness. guys. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. <laughs> well, I guess we will um, pick up where we left off at uh, at some point. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and be back for uh, episode two's um, antics. Yes. And, and that's only going to happen if I see that a lot of people listen to this episode as well, because I do keep track of this. I ask Charles every single day from the moment that it is released, how many people have been listening to the podcast? So if I see that not many people are listening, I'm not going to continue. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> So if you'd like to respond to that comment or that ultimatum, you can reach us at uh, conversations at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on the web at conversations.com. And I'll send the Palpatine after you. (laughs) We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash conversations. And uh, we're on Twitter uh, at Swations is our handle. Um, Where else are we? Oh gosh! Well, we're in uh, we're in deep now. Uh, <laughs> additionally, we've got what a uh, an Instagram and uh, yes, and a Spreadshirt and um, I don't know. We got a bunch of friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our support network will be needed for this one. <laughs> oh, but until the next time. May the force be seriously. That's it. The Palpatine is coming over to beat you. May the forge be with you. Captain Kirk, where are you? Picard. Oh, Picard, whatever. (laughs) May May the forge be with you. That's awesome. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. May the force be with you. Sacre bleu. I thought we were all going to do it together. Oh, all of us. Okay, on the count of three. All of us. One, two, three. May May the force be with with you. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>